All right, fellas, we're back. And sad news, Derek Morgan, after nine seasons with the Titans, hangs it up today. This wasn't unexpected, but big fella, how do you feel? You know, it's a little bittersweet. Derek Morgan, he's always been a steady contributor. He's been one of my favorite players. I remember when we drafted him, just a perfect fit at the right time. And he, he played really well. You know, I'm not going to sit here and try to convince anybody that he's an all-pro or he's going to the Hall of Fame, but a, the definition of a Titan, he he fit his draft his draft status played really well he's done a lot of great things and you know he's a community guy he's done a lot of great things for nashville a lot of done a lot a lot of great things from where he's from which is lancaster pennsylvania so he's a really really solid player and gonna miss him i i think last year maybe wasn't his best year but it was i think his the year where he felt to me like more of a leader than he ever has before he and brian arakpo I think they were a really good combo of veteran leadership, and I think that's a big reason why we see somebody like Harold Landry take off so quickly. Definitely sad to hear about Derek Morgan. Um, he was my first Titans jersey I purchased uh, back when he wore 90 in his rookie year, so always got a soft spot uh, with me. Well, you mentioned Steady, and he was that. And uh, never put up huge numbers, but you know, nine seasons is a long time with one team. I'm overall happy with uh, that production from the 16th overall pick in his draft. And uh, uh, his best season, I think, was in 2017 when he had nine sacks. And Arakpo had ten and a half, and they played off each other. And they were they were really, really solid for us then uh, in a big season for us uh, as far as getting over that hump. Uh, Landon, your, your thoughts on Morgan? I think it just hurts in that his his peak was when we were bad, when we were when we drafted Lawan, Mariota, Conklin, we were terrible. So when I think when he was at his best, we weren't good. And then obviously, we've start over the past couple of seasons. We've started to get better. We three straight nine win seasons, and it, it was just Morgan started to decline as we got good. He was good when we were bad, and that just hurts because you like it when the guy who's loyal, who plays even when the team is terrible, it hurts that he isn't here to stay and keep playing and potentially reap the rewards of the playoffs. I think we'll hear from him locally. Big fella, you mentioned he's from Pennsylvania. He's already doing some good work here and there. His wife is a, a prominent vegan chef, and uh, I could see him being around in some capacity, not as a coach or anything, sure. but he he is a high-character guy, and he's really outspoken for his causes and his culture, so I'm proud that he was a Titan for sure. Agreed, and honestly, um, I was thinking about this you know, when I first heard the news because there were some rumors of him looking with other teams. Seattle was the biggest rumor for him, and I always thought he would go back to Georgia. I thought he'd go to Atlanta. I really wouldn't be surprised if we get to like mid-September, early October, and you know there's some teams hurting for depth. Maybe they might come calling. Maybe not. Maybe he's completely done with it. Um, but I, I think there's a small possibility we could probably see him hit the field just in limited fashion. I mean, he's 30 years old, so I wouldn't close the door for him just yet. But he'll have opportunities. He's an intelligent guy. He'll have opportunities off the field. And I know he wants to preserve his health. And, and I think he's ready to get on to the next step. But who knows? I mean, 30 is 30, right? Fellas, I'm finally getting really excited for the season. Every year of my life, this time, I've just been jonesing for some football, right? I bet you guys are like that, too. You love the game like I do. I don't know if it was... 
the draft. I don't know was how much time we put into it, but that, by the way, seems like like year like a year ago. <laughs> it was just like I've I've had a lot of fun. Landon and I have another podcast, NBA Draft Talk, and we've uh, really done a lot of that. It's this is the first summer I can ever remember where I was not absolutely counting the days. But as we turn the corner, as we do this podcast, it's July 15th. I'm starting to, to look at that schedule and see when does training camp start? When does this start? I'm starting to feel the itch, guys. What about y'all? I, I itch as soon as the season's over. I'm like, let's get this thing going again. Let's get it up and up and running. Um, it, today is a perfect day to jump back on the podcast and to get that itch because sure enough, season tickets showed up in the mail today. So that, that always gets me a little jazzed. Um, and I, you know, I've been seeing people post on Facebook and social media about their season tickets and new yeah. season ticket members and, you know, every starting to get tailgates together and their plans together and, you know, the training camp schedule. And I'm just getting really, really excited. Yeah. We're starting to get near the end of the off season, this terribly long off season. <laughs> That's the thing about football is other sports play. A longer schedule, obviously more games, but like I'm a baseball fan and they play six months and then they play six weeks before that in spring training and they're off for two and a half, three months and spring training starts again. This starts in September and then it's over. Um, You know, the regular season is over, you know, New Year's Eve. That's not very long. I mean, that's what, four months months. and then you wait another seven. It's kind of, yeah, it, it just... It is long. It seems long, but it actually is pretty long. Uh, run down, big fella, for us some important dates for our listeners to just kind of get an idea. First of all, we're going to try to be back with you once a week now. So if you haven't already subscribed to us, we have a lot of listeners. And we appreciate you. We've got a lot of folks that listen on uh, iTunes. We have a lot of people that listen on other things. So whatever you have, just subscribe to us. But big fella, what, what are important dates for, for the Titans coming up? Well, uh, I was going to say important date, not for the Titans necessarily, but today was the deadline for the franchise tag. So we saw Robbie Gold get a deal. We saw Grady Jarrett get a deal. And Jadavian Clowney did not get a deal. But as far as the Titans, we're kicking off training camp on Saturday, July 27th, Sunday, July 28th. Then we've got our normal practices. And on Saturday, August 3rd, they're doing their practice under the lights at Nissan Stadium, and it sounds like it's turning into to one heck of a party because they're going to have a free Jake Owen concert uh, at the stadium, so that should be pretty neat. I mean, you know, Nashville likes to do things big, and I think having this t- uh, the type of practice, and I believe, if I remember correctly, I think Mike Vrabel said he wants that one to be more or less of a scrimmage, so... Uh, I'm, we're going to see some of our first team guys running all together and it'll be a padded practice and you'll start. Th- I think that'll be the first opportunity for us to all see how this team is developing and what it's going to look like. Um, so I'd put that as a big, a big, uh, a big night. I think uh, until the last year or so, the Titans have missed opportunities to incorporate uh, the Nashville culture and music scene. They haven't taken those opportunities Obviously, with the draft, and even before that, with the the uh, uniform reveal and all that stuff, I think they're they're getting the hang of it. And Jake Owen, it's not a guy that I'm I'm familiar with the name, but I'm not a huge like radio country guy. I'm not hating on it, but uh, that's a pretty big name to get, you know, for a practice. So uh, <laughs> right, I appreciate them doing that. I'm looking forward to going myself, and uh, that that's pretty good. And I think we should 
that should be the standard, right? Yeah, I think it's a really great idea. Um, I think, like you said, it really incorporates the Nashville culture. Who out there, it's going to be hot and everybody's going to be in the stadium. So why not treat everybody to a free concert? I mean, it's just, it, it just makes too much sense not to do it. Um, I don't care who's playing. You know, people are going to stay. They're going to hang out. They're going to want to party, and it's going to be fun. When's our first preseason game? What are what are other important dates for our fans uh, before the season? Two other important dates to mention are Wednesday, August 14th, and Thursday, August 15th, um, 9.50 a.m. to 12 p.m. Those are our joint practices with the Patriots, so that's going to be an important one. Um, and then, of course, we have our second preseason game with them on August 17th, which will be my daughter, Jordan, her, my, our oldest. It'll be her first game. So she's really excited about that, and she's been talking about it nonstop. So can't wait for that. But we kick off the preseason action on Thursday, August 8th, against Philadelphia. Perfect. Landon, what are you most excited for this season to see, even before the season? What, what do you When we go to practice and we stand out there in the 105-degree heat, what what are you going to be looking for? What are you most pumped about? I'm certainly interested in this new wide receiver core because obviously last season went a lot worse than we thought because Rashard Matthews quit, and then it seemed like everyone else except Corey Davis and Tajay Sharp just randomly lost their ability to catch. It was so frustrating. I'm sure Mariota is so nice because if it if it were Brady, he would have screamed his head off at half the guys on our roster. I'm just really interested because now Tajay Sharp is our fourth receiver. So the receivers are so look to be so much better this season than last. That was really our biggest issue consistently, which was outside of Davis, there was no there was no consistent pass catcher to open up the defense. As we saw in the Ravens game, when you just got one guy, it's super easy to scheme and shut down the offense. We talked about that over and over, how we felt like depth at wide receiver was a big issue for us throughout the season. So that's an excellent point. Big fella, what are you looking forward to most about just, just getting your eyes on this Well, I summer? think, like Landon hit on, I think the wide receiver, wide receiver group is really intriguing. I mean, you know, this is arguably the best supporting cast Mar- Marcus has ever had, maybe will ever have. Um, got a lot of interesting talent. And, I mean, like Landon, like you talked about, um, last year was a complete dumpster fire as far as wide receivers. When you have Nick Williams pressed into duty and you throw a game-winning catch to him, and he, uh, all right, we won't talk about it. But it, it, it just signi- it signifies you've got some issues on that, that roster. So I think that will be a very important group to watch. I also want to look at our linebackers and how they're going to transition. Um, I want to see Rashawn Evans take the next step and start to play some some really good football. He came on late last year, and he was and he was starting to stand some guys up and and make some hits. So I, I want to see that continue. I also want to see where Jeffrey Simmons is um, in his recovery process. I've seen on Instagram. I saw him running a few times. I just hope that the Titans. Fan wow, he's already doesn't... running. I didn't read that. Yeah, I, but well, and that's my point. That you're just about to prove my point. I hope Nashville. And the Titans fan base don't get overly excited about that because this recovery is a long road. And I don't, um, I mean, even though he's running, it's it's a lot. And it's still going to take some time. I, maybe he'll be back earlier. 
uh, than we originally thought. Maybe October, that'd be great. Um, but I want to see him taking the mental reps. I want to see him on the side. I want to see him working on his, his stance if he's able to do that. I want to see him do a lot of things that just needs to do to be a good pro. So I think Absolutely. that'll be an interesting dynamic to watch. I also think I'm not convinced we're we're not going to add another defensive tackle or somebody to get some rotation, especially if Simmons isn't available. Not that we're thin at that department, but, I mean, we could use a good veteran to, to rotate. So I, I, I'll be curious to see if we add somebody just to kind of get in there. That's an excellent point. And we have seen John Robinson work the back end of that roster, work the waiver wire. So as guys come available that he likes or he's familiar with, we'll see that. And I really like that we are one of those teams that's very proactive. And I think sends our scouts out and we do a lot of good work on NFL scouting. Just think about the guys on the back end of our roster that we kind of got for free. For a long time as a Titans fan, we didn't see that. And we've seen that the last three seasons. So that's a really good point. Uh, I'm looking as much for who isn't on the field and, and who might be on the field for us as the summer goes on. Excellent point. Now, we all know that this season hinges on uh, Marcus Mariota and his career uh, kind of hinges on the season in a lot of ways. So we all know that. We're aware of that. But we've all been to practice, and we know that you can't really see a whole lot. He's going to look good. He's going to look in charge. So when you listen to other podcasts and say, I can't wait to see how he's commanding, okay, I want to see him be healthy and, and bouncing around and all, but, you know, we're just not going to know until he starts playing around a whistle, right, big fella? That being said, that we all know that's the biggest context, but to your guys' points, I want to see the athletes that we've put on this team. I want to see them come of age because that's something you can see in practice, right? Like when we, in previous years, uh, we've gone there and, wow, certain guys just look amazing in the uniform or just – uh, their speed and their stride, and that's the kind of stuff you can see in a summer practice. And the guys that have excellent energy, and the linemen who are getting after it, oh, yeah. not and even among their teammates, they're uh, you know they're hot and they're miserable. Those guys are carrying an extra you know 100, 150 pounds. And I like the guys that get after it and never quit. So I want to see Jayon Brown. I want to see his athleticism just absolutely stand out. I want to see Sharif Finch look like an undoubted top half NFL starter and I want to see that in camp I just want to see the way he looks the kind of shape he's in and uh, I want to see guys like that sort of make that next step and uh, am I wrong that, that you can sort of observe that everybody knows I'm a huge AJ Brown fan and I want to see uh, him moving as they do drills in practice and they uh, they they run through plays I want to see him moving kind of at the Y position the X position kind of moving all over the field I want to see things like that but big fella that's the main stuff you can get a feel for in practice, right? Oh, definitely. And I think when you talk about guys getting after it, one thought comes to mind. You know, it was probably three or four years ago. I remember we were, we were there. It was a million degrees out. Everybody was kind of getting drained from the heat, and we were already out there for an hour or so. And we were standing over on the sideline next to the fence where the tight ends were going. They were doing a hitting drill. I remember, you know, even some of the players looked sluggish. And Philip Supernaw laid the loudest block on a dude and instantly every single player on the field got hyped and the rest of the practice they just went and they had an extra energy so I'm looking for that kind of team camaraderie when the going gets tough when everybody's tired when it's hot when it's a billion degrees out how does this team get energized because you know what (laughs) the fact is we're in Nashville Tennessee for some of the hotter months of the year playing football you know July August September 
we need to get that. We need to get used to the heat. We need to get out. We need to play. We need other people to pick. We need everybody to pick each other up. So I'll, I'll be really curious to see how that kind of goes. And luckily, we always usually have somebody that provides that spark. And one other thing, too, that I really want to see, you mentioned about the offensive linemen. You can really tell kind of how they're going to go in these summer practices when the pads get on. The linemen are the first ones to kind of start to light things up. I want to see Nate Davis come in here, and yeah. I want to see him prove that he's worthy of the opportunity to earn a starting spot. I, I want to see him hit. I want to see him move. I want to see him be smooth. I, I want to see just smart football from Nate Davis. I want to see what he's got. I know, Landon, do you want to see that he's spent the last three months working on that stance, right? You want to see kind of a, a more conventional technical approach from him, right? Yeah, just because obviously it works in college at the lower levels, but this is the NFL, so either it's some secret move that he has in his arsenal where he breaks it out, and it's like some movie where he's suddenly amazing, or if he keeps the frog stance, he just gets beat up because it's not a fallible approach. So that, that I think that's a good point. Just see if he's gone back to the, the more conventional approach. I want to see Kamala Correa and Sharif French, Harold Landry, kind of take over for Brian Arakpo and Derek Morgan. Like you mentioned before, these guys aren't Hall of Famers, but they were stalwarts for us. That's a tough position. Uh, in this game, and I want to see somebody or all three of those guys step up and sort of uh, be be the man for us. And that's something that I think that you can sort of read between the lines and see as the summer goes on. I'm really excited about Rashawn Evans and uh, seeing him at a hundred percent health and seeing him understand everything that's happening out. The idea of him being in the playbook all off season, and I want to see him sort of hit hit the ground running, as it were. And I've heard a lot of hype about. Amani Hooker, and I've uh, listened to a lot from his coach at Iowa, and I've just uh, heard a lot of people in NFL circles really love him, Greg Cosell and others, and I want to see him live up to the hype in the summer, right? I want to see that. But most of all, I think a really big part for our season, I think we're going to need to see, and y'all can tell me if he's going to be available for, for full participation right out of the gate. I want to see Jack Conklin. Um, out there busting heads and ready to go. Uh, that might be, besides Mariota, the, the crux of our season, right, John? I would agree. I think not only do we want to see it, we need to see it. Because, listen, Mariota's in the same boat. It's make or break. We did not pick up Conklin's fifth-year option. And I, honestly, I don't I don't blame J-Rob for not doing it. You know, he, he provided an incredible rookie season, followed it up with, with some duds. This is the guy that got drafted because he said that he can take J.J. Watt one-on-one. Like, show it. So it's time for him to, to put up or shut up. Um, and I really hope he puts up because he, he can be a very good player. Um, and if he's a good player, it's one less piece that we're missing from our future. So I, I, I really want him to do well, and I, I need him to show it. Absolutely. Uh, all Titans fans know that we're excited for Derrick Henry to see if he can continue uh, an amazing last quarter of the season. I'm, I'm excited to see Anthony Ferkser take that next step. I loved your example of Supernaw. Supernaw made this team by cracking heads in the summer. This guy played at Wachita Baptist. You don't go from a school that even I've never heard of to playing real minutes uh, 
and making impact in the NFL by not earning your stripes in the summer. And so who's the next uh, Supernal? He carved out a nice career he can be really proud of based on the work he did, not getting drafted, not what he did on Saturdays. He earned it in 100-degree heat in Nashville. So I'm looking forward to see who's going who's gonna to earn that jersey this year. Uh, Landon, what are you most worried about? What in the back of your mind, I know we can all be optimistic this time of year and say, oh, we could make a run. We've got a crowded field in our division. What sort of holds you back? What are you going to need to see this summer and early this fall in particular? Really just to see that Mariota and Tannehill both look healthy, both look ready to go because – they aren't historically guys who can stay healthy for a full season. And maybe between the both of them, we get 16 games. But ideally, obviously, you want Mario to play the whole year. And it's really just because at the end of the day, if it's a constant thing of, oh, Mariota's out for this out for three games this season again, and we have to sub it, and it's this and that, and it's movement, and the team dynamic is thrown off, that doesn't say good things about our season because... If we want to keep being competitive and keep winning nine games or more, you've got to have consistent. We can't just have quarterback by committee. No, that's not going to work this year. We're not hoping for that. This isn't nine and seven. It's going to be okay. We need to make a jump this year. We need to make a run. The fan base knows that, and every single person inside that building knows that. What do you need to see this summer? I mentioned it earlier. I'm a little nervous about our depth on the defensive line, and I really think we need to add somebody you know, another veteran. I really, uh, we talked about it in previous podcasts. I really, really love the addition of Cam Wake, but I wouldn't mind seeing another traditional defensive end on our D line. And I, I wouldn't mind, you know, seeing another rotational defensive tackle. I mean, you know, we signed Brent Urban. Eh, he's huge. But, you know, outside of that, we have Simmons, who we're not really sure what we're going to see. We have Drill Casey, Austin Johnson, Daquan Jones. They're all good. Solid players, but you know they flip around to the outside if they need to. With especially with Daquan Jones, he's he's played a lot of end. Um, but I, I really think we we need some sort of a defensive tackle and some uh, a veteran, preferably that can kind of team up with Drill Casey and and Austin Johnson. Because you know let's let's face it, Austin Johnson's been in the league four years on our team, and I was hoping we would have seen a lot more than what we have. I'm a little nervous on the defensive line and you know so that's that's one area I'm kind of concerned about. Also a lot of people you you both may argue with me about it but I want to see our defensive backfield too. Um uh, we have a lot of guys who did not finish the season they fin- or they finished on yeah. injured reserve. So we got a lot of guys coming back from injury. Want to make sure that they are all gelling as a unit and all you know up to speed and and able to run around there and make some plays. I think it's going to be a big year for Dory Jackson, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Really hopeful. But I think those are my two areas of biggest concern. Obviously, outside of the quarterback position, which doesn't even need to be addressed because uh, that is huge. We've got some talent on this team, and we have depth like we've never had. Thanks to J-Rob and, and the scouting staff, we've we've done a good job drafting, adding free agents, uh, developing some guys. Uh, this is a big year for the Tennessee Titans. And as we go forward, as we uh, get into training camp, we're going to do some position-by-position position previews and rankings, and we're going to talk so you can be ready and know who these guys are and, and where they played and what you might see from them and what their potential is 
Fellas, uh, this has been great. It's great to be back. There are some really good podcasts, uh, some Titans fan podcasts and otherwise. We're the best one because we love our Titans, and but we shoot it straight. So I would encourage you to listen to the other guys. They're really good. Um, but if you, uh, we don't work for the team, and uh, and we're yeah, not overly we cynical. Yeah, so we're <laughs> we're in the middle. We're not not yet, right? Uh, Landon is going to be the general manager one day, and uh, Big Fella and I are just going to be um, you know mooches. But until then, uh, we're not overly cynical, and you can listen to us while your kids are in the car. But we're also not a mouthpiece for the team. Although I listen to those guys, and I really like them. But we will shoot you straight about what this team needs and what this team has, and continue to listen to us and subscribe to us. And we're just happy to be back, fellas. We'll talk to you next week. All right, tighten up.